Hello? It was so distorted. Oh, it was? Yeah, you're very distorted. I'm still distorted? Maybe not as bad as you were at first. Okay. That sounds uh, Okay. Sounds a little better. Oh, okay. Weird. Ah! What idiots do you think they got to sing that? <laughs> you think they're Just dead? Kids. You think they're Some kids? You think they're dead at this point? You think? Well, I mean, I'm sure a portion of them could be dead, right? Yeah, I assume over time they re-record that song. So, yeah, maybe they're not dead. Maybe this is a class of 2010. <laughs> So lame. I love when they chant the letters of the state. I do too. R? Oh no. Oh, there's the R. R. There's, that's my favorite part. That's, that's, <laughs> it's so anticlimactic and so quiet. That's the roofing I always make fun of. <laughs> Look, to anyone who's listening who likes the Georgia Bulldogs, it's not the Bulldogs themselves I make fun of. It's just college sports in general, which really should bleed over into all sports because it is absolutely ridiculous. But I think college sports, since they're children playing and there's so much pressure put on yeah. these children and there's the well-being of grown adults put on these children and grown men going and chanting G E O R G I A and then roughing like a dog. What happens after A? Do they do something after A or they just go A? No, no, they don't do A again. Now we have to listen. Thanks. Oh, you can't scrub ahead? <laughs> I like in between the letters too like the drumming does like I can imagine the cheerleaders jerky head movements when they yeah. spell it out go go dog sick em. if I didn't know that's what they were saying I would have a real hard time knowing what they were saying. That go sick <laughs> The marching band. People were goofy hats. As we record this, it's a very big game going on, Autumn, as we Is record that right? this. Yeah, the Georgia Bulldogs playing the LSU Tiger Cats for the Louisiana SC State University. The SEC Championship is on the line. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The tiger Cats. What is a Tiger Cat? Isn't a Tiger, wait, isn't a Tiger a cat? They're just called the Tigers. I added the cats. Uh, it was my attempt I at irreverence. I don't understand so much because I don't know what football. No! 
Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. I, you know, we're making fun of the marching band, the, the Georgia Bulldogs. I don't even know if that one was the fight song, which that in itself is going to piss someone off, the song that we are listening to in the pre-show. <laughs> that is actually, that is the fight song. That is the Georgia fight song. Go Georgia Bulldogs. Woof, blur, woof. Blee, blur, blur, woof, 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 woof. I just, look, I just want to clear the air here. I don't want uh, our listeners who are Georgia fans to be angry with us. So we can, we can make fun of LSU here, too. So we're going to listen to the Go Tigers cheer. Go spelled G-E-A-U-X. Because, <laughs> yeah, you get it for the Louisiana. So they're really leaning into that. That's cool. That's That's funny. I wish they would do that at the end. Like the dogs bark, they do their... No, 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 stop, stop. I don't want any more of it. We don't need more of it. It's just all very strange to me. You but you made the point this is the kind of music you would hear waiting in line in Six Flags and like Lick sure. Skillet or something or Cotton Estates. They had to have gotten rid of the Cotton Estates, right? <laughs> well, they got rid of Monster Plantation. I'm sure yeah. they got rid of Cotton Estates. That's what it was called, right? The section of the park? Yeah, I think so. Wait, was that over by, uh, like the ninja was, or is that no? That was over. I think where like the uh, arachnof. Wait, arachnof. <laughs> what's the what's the height one and what's the spider one? Arachnophobia is the spider. What's the height one? Arachnophobia. Acrophobia. Yeah, I think you're. I think that's it. Okay, I couldn't figure it out. Acrophobia, what, I don't even know what that one is. Is that the one that used to be the planes that spun around? Like you would get in a biplane and they were attached by cables and it would just lift up? Um, I thought those were swings. No, but these were like, this was swings on steroids where the sw- it's the same ride in uh-huh. essence, except this was a much larger tower. They kept the tower, and now there's one ride that you sit in a circle, like there's a bunch of people who are sitting in a circle that lifts you up and just drops you. Oh, God. Uh, I thought that's yeah. the acrophobia. Parachutes. Remember the parachutes? Yeah, I remember the parachutes. Oh, those were the best. But those felt kind of slowly. I know. I really liked that one, though, because you got to go up really high, and you could see it from the road when you were going down 20. At the top of the free fall, you could see the, the skyline. Ah, the free fall was so scary. Did you ever do that where you put a penny on your knee and watch it float? Yeah. So cool. I used to like the free fall. They got rid of it. Oh, they did? Well, it seems, just thinking about it now, I feel like it was very metal. Very much metal cage, metal <laughs> scaffolding. I think it would break down quite often, too. <laughs> that's, not, that's not cool. That's not fun to think about at all. And then there was the ability... <laughs> I don't like with that one, the safety mechanisms, they're important on all the rides, but with the free fall, because it just lifted you straight up that if, you know, that little elevator broke, you could come crashing down onto the people loading up, waiting to go on the ride. Maybe it was just Cotton States, the Cotton States Exposition, also known as Cotton States. So I said a states adding, adding, you know, the Cotton States. Well, welcome to Six Flags Over Georgia. 
Yeah, I think Come with... Come on in, sit down a spell. I think with the monster plantation, that made me think of estates, but it's just cotton states, which I assume means the South. I have no Go clue. ahead and go to monster plantation and meet the child that has turned into a giant bird woman. Oh, here you go. The area at Six Flags Over Georgia, Cotton States, was named after the 1895 Cotton States and International Exposition, which was held at Piedmont Park in Atlanta. What does that mean? It's gone now, by the way. What is a Cotton States Exposition? I have no clue. The Cotton States what and is International... What Exposition? Uh, I don't know. World's Fair type thing? Uh, Expo. <laughs> Got it. Maybe the owners of the factory in Cabbage Town showed up to that. The factory that <laughs> made the bags that carried cotton. Oh, my. What, what, that's where what I a, got my... That's where that... Where my pinky got chopped off. What a strange factory. What do you what do you make of that factory? The bags that carry cotton. Oh, it was a self part of the problem. It was a self-contained community, uh, Cabbage Town. They built the factory, built all the housing in Cabbage Town. They had their own schools. They had their own trash pickup. Uh, you know, the housing was for the workers. I don't know why it was called Cabbage Town. There's rumors that uh, it smelled like cabbage because everyone was poor and only ate cabbage. And then there's the dumb story. It's like the cabbage van tipped over. <laughs> cabbage. And everybody was like, what's the name of our town again? The, oh, I forget. Let's just call it Cabbage Town. Yeah, we're adopting this new nickname because right there on Boulevard and that curve, the cabbage van tipped over and cabbages rolled down Carroll Street and someone on Gaskill. And from that day forward, we called it Cabbage Town. It was a derogatory name, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm sure it was. Well. But who who names a town? No, uh, if it's settled, this was more of a neighborhood. So what was it before? Uh, it wasn't. But Cabbage Town is on the address, isn't it? No, it's Atlanta, Georgia. What are you talking about? Oh, I don't know. I thought maybe it was like a city name. No. Oh, when I lived I in Cabbage Town, when I owned that house on Carroll Street, the commercial thoroughfare of the neighborhood that should be a one-way street but isn't. It's wild that it's not. The address was Atlanta, Georgia, 30312. Thank you very Mine much. Mine was 203-13th Street, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Ah, you can't remember the other ones. Ah. <laughs> I can't remember any. <laughs> I don't remember any of my other zip codes, actually. I remember in Lawrenceville, it was 30044. And even though my mom was also in Lawrenceville, she was 30045. Wow. Or maybe I was 45, and I was like, hey, I'm better. Zip codes. Zip code talk. Hot zip talk. Well, so the Cotton States area was renamed to Metropolis Park in 2017. No more cotton. Okay. No more Cotton States Exposition at Six Flags Over Georgia, which I haven't been to since, fuck, I don't know, 2008. <laughs> wow, that's pretty recent, I think. Recent. I mean, compared to my, I don't think I've been there since. 25 years? I no, 15 I, years. I think I got you beat. It's 15. My math is <laughs> clearly <laughs> clearly bad. I was, I've never been there. Okay, I think I was there in 2000. I think the last time I went was for, a prom I was in promotions. And I was doing a thing on the on the outside you know, like for waiting for people to go in. And then they were letting me go in. Like, you can go in. So I was like, yeah. And so I I rode Acrophobia. And it had been so long since I'd been on a 
roller coaster or like anything. And I was like, whoo, that was crazy. What the fuck is <laughs> the I left. acrophobia ride at Six Flags? What is it? Yeah. It's like a, it's one of those towers, you know, that you strap in and you sit around like yeah, a tube. Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. That used to be the planes, the biplanes. Okay, but it doesn't spin you. Well, they used to. They just drop you like a free fall. Yeah, they just took the same tower and the lifting mechanism that used to lift yeah. the planes up. And they put some seats in it and it just drops you. Woo! It was like the fancier free fall. I think it must have been... 2003? Wow, 38 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was I think it was like 42 or years ago, I think. I don't know why I couldn't get that simple math. It felt like that long. Plus I I like to live in the future thinking about my old age. Yeah. Constantly. The inner monologue. You know some people apparently don't have inner monologues. I've heard that. How? I I don't know if I have an inner monologue. A lot of my inner monologue comes out like I speak it, especially at this waitressing job. I'm always like, okay, I'm gonna put it in, and they're fine, and then I'm gonna check on them. And then that would still count, though. You're I, uh, the inner monologue, though. It would make sense to me, I guess, that if if a large portion of the population didn't have an inner monologue, explain why they're so fucking stupid and don't think things through. Yeah, they're no, just working on instinct and have no self awareness. I just, how can just that move forward when they have an instinct? How can that not be a thing? Yeah, I don't know. Do don't, they know if those people are actually less intelligent? Like, no judgment, but. I mean, wondering. I'm sure that there's plenty of people who have no inner monologue that are very intelligent. Maybe a lot of them are good at things like math and know that it's 15 years and not. <laughs> <laughs> and not 25. Well maybe that is more instinctual instead of all right well maybe uh, maybe intelligent isn't the right metric i can't uh, yeah i can't speak to this much more than this anyway i know that this pops up on the internet every now and then it's cyclical and it shows up and people see it for the first time and think it's a big study and like oh my god i looked into it briefly and i saw that this has popped up over the course of years and it's making its rounds again. Uh-huh. And and I'm interested in it. And I'll probably read more into it later. I just haven't read into it enough to speak to it now. It just is interesting to me that there's hmm. the possibility I, that some people don't have inner monologue. Yeah, I've heard that before. I didn't really. <clears throat> and the first thing I do is like, do I talk to myself? Which I probably said that in my head, <laughs> which is an inner monologue. Uh but then I didn't really think about the people that don't and what that means for their lives and like how they operate. Well, one of the examples I saw is say you're at work, it's near the end of the day, you're wrapping everything up, you're ready to go home, your boss comes and gives you another task. And then in your mind, you start thinking about like, oh, fuck this, I was ready to go home and I've got yeah. these things to do. And then the other people who don't have an inner monologue, they feel annoyed, but they don't think anything about it. Oh, and they just. That is- and they just do it like okay yeah because in that specific situation i'm thinking real loud and i'm trying i'm tell i'm at the same time i'm also telling my face to not show what i'm thinking it can't be real i mean maybe it's real to an extent but it can't be so extreme where it's something it's like zero uh inner I, monologue i just don't understand that yeah because does anybody like 
walk into a room with purpose and then walk in and be like, what was I in here for? You know, that's that's, that's an inner monologue, isn't it? People with no inner monologue explain what it's like. Earlier this year. explain? Wouldn't it just be like, I exist? So this is from 2020. November of 2020. Yeah, what did interlock and people with no inner monologue do during the pandemic? They just sat there and stared at the ceiling and the wall. And I also think we're probably getting this confused a bit. Like it's, it can't be that people don't think. It's not that they don't <laughs> think. Uh, that is how I'm taking it. <laughs> so, oh, this is the article where I saw the boss thing. So if your boss asked you to do something right at the point you were planning to leave work, if you don't have the inner monologue, you don't think, oh, fucking shit, what a pain. While saying, no problem at all, boss, out loud. <laughs> Some This person says, no, I've never had any of that thinking. If I'm asked to do something I don't want to do, I just kind of get frustrated, but that's about it. I don't really think to myself. See, what? What? Uh, this other person How? says, I don't have any conscious thought about what I'm feeling or any stream of dialogue describing <laughs> it to myself. I just feel it. It's like the inner dialogue is the middleman in my head who just isn't there. And then for others, it's a bit more complicated. I don't have an inner monologue either. Anytime I have to communicate outside my head with words, I have to translate what I'm thinking. This takes time and effort. Ooh. It's why I vastly prefer written communication. But that's different. I, that it's there. I prefer written communication over verbal because sometimes it's hard for me to express. I certainly. Yeah. Have. Yeah. I, I feel like written is also hard though. It, I don't feel like written is easier for me. Yeah. It's fine. It's different for different people. Yeah. Interesting. When I, when I know I will need to verbally communicate, such as if I need to make a phone call or bring up a topic at a meeting, I prepare mentally as much as possible so I know what words I actually need to say. On the other hand, if I'm in a conversation where I haven't had time to organize and translate my thoughts ahead of time, I constantly have long pauses where I'm doing it in real time. That, to me, that doesn't sound like not having an inner monologue. That's yeah, that just, just sounds like... Well, it, it, I'm doing it right now. Like, what am I... What am I think, how do I get what I, I'm feeling or thinking out of my brain. If we're, if, if we're having this as a guide, then I don't have an inner monologue, which I poo-poo. <laughs> I have a fucking inner monologue. But sometimes I don't necessarily know what I'm going to say. But I find that that is usually because there's an overthinking involved and I haven't sorted my thoughts out yet. If I can well, let sometimes not having an inner monologue is the best type of conversation because you're talking back and forth and you're actively listening. And so you're not thinking in your head about what you think or feel. You're just responding to whatever the person is saying. Thoughts are words. I can't imagine a thought not as verbal construction. I agree with that because I think about animals and how they think. Because we, I, I think, I can't say we all do apparently, but I think in language. So when you're hungry, you think, I'm hungry. But a cat, it's a feeling too. So maybe it's not the best example, but an animal that doesn't have language knows that it's hungry or it knows it wants to go outside, let's say. But it doesn't think, I want to go outside. So what the fuck does it think? Because to me... I don't think it has the capacity to think in that way. There's a capacity to know what it wants. An, it makes decisions. I, I, but I think I think I think it's uh, I think it's an instinct, right? Like outside, I know that they're not thinking this, but in but the the links in their brain are outside 
is food. I want food outside. <laughs> but they can't even think that because they're not thinking outside is food. They don't. That's what I'm saying. But they know just like, okay, just like how we, okay. Uh, my therapist once described anxiety from um, like a uh, biological the therapist that you ditched after a year. I did not ditch. Oh, it was a process. We talked about it. Anyway, um, <laughs> she talked about like where anxiety comes from. And it's like, you know, if we if we were once in danger because uh, we were attacked from these bushes, you know, by an animal or something, then going near bushes may give us anxiety, which was a, an instinctual way to tell us to avoid those dangers. Right. So like a, a place where an animal could be hidden and attack us. So I think that that's like if you have anxiety for something you're not thinking about it and then it gives you anxiety. You just know it's coming, right? So I think maybe that's what a cat does, right? It has a feeling of hunger and it it instinctively has, it has experienced food outside. And so it wants to go outside. Yeah, and maybe, see, I, I regret bringing hunger into it because that is a feeling that's a biological system at play. Yeah. It's a driving force, a motivation. But, but let's maybe say, annoying, let, something annoyed. Let's say a cat wants to be petted. Uh-huh. And it decides that it wants to be pet. It's like, all right, I want this now. That's not like something, again, with cats, I know that it's built into their social behavior. So it is hard to separate the two and maybe that is the driving force of these things but it makes the well, choice okay let's talk about let's makes... talk i just saw a tiktok with a <laughs> seagull yes. who made like a little divot in the sand next to a person who is like laying out on the beach and like tucked itself into the sand and like sat near them for a really long time like slept and she was like wow it's amazing and i was thinking it might be because <clears throat> the seagull experiences food when it's around people and maybe feels safe around people and knows that this person is not going to like snatch them, you know, so it feels comfortable. Just like how dogs end up being domesticated, you know, so maybe it is just a, you know, maybe their brains are built better for linking experiences with staying alive <laughs> i mean all that's fine but i'm still what i'm trying to get at it's most basic is like what does the animal what does the cat think when it thinks i want to be pet by my owner now it makes go that near the owner it makes that choice but it doesn't it can't say it it can't think go near the owner because it doesn't know that that's the no, it owner just does it but it has to have the thought it has to decide to walk over no, it could have the feeling <laughs> that's what i can't grasp and i guess this is yeah what these people who say they don't have an internal monologue, they say they feel the emotion and there's not words that go hand in hand with it. Then how do they communicate how they feel? Well, they can take the time, I guess, and decipher it. Right. And that's why the person said that they like written communication because it can give them time to construct. And or whatever they said. there's certainly more to this that I'm not well versed enough in to talk about. This is interesting, can, though, because I didn't read all about it. Um, there are some studies. Uh, let's see. What does the science say? It seems people experience more of a mix than the self-selected responders to a viral post that implied it was either or. Oh. Uh, that's fair. A small study in 2011 tried to get a better picture of how people think. They gave beepers to a random sample of students. Beepers? When, when What's the, the study from? When the 2011. 
So, okay. I mean, their beepers were outdated in 2011 because that was like 59 yeah, yeah. years ago. But I feel like, all right, well, if it's a 2011, then it's for some real purpose, I guess. They gave beepers to a random sample of students. When the beeper went off, they had to note down what was going on inside their heads moments before it went off. This went on for several weeks to get them used to it and then get an accurate picture of what was happening inside their minds. Subjects experienced themselves as inwardly talking to themselves in 20% of all samples, the team wrote. Uh, but they were large. But there were large individual differences. Some subjects never experienced inner speech. Other subjects experienced inner speech in as many as seventy-five percent of their samples. The median percentage across subjects was twenty percent. Some people talk to themselves a lot. Some never. Some occasionally. Huh. But it's just talking to yourself in inner monologue. I don't. I don't know. It seems to be what they're going at, which I think puts it in a whole different category. Well, talking to yourself is an inner monologue. Yes, it is. Oh, that's fine. You 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 don't like that? I mean, maybe I, t- I sure. I tend to talk you to myself just like in my that? head. I don't speak to myself aloud. Sometimes I do, but it, you know, it's in my head. Constant berating, you fucking idiot! What a moron! You're so stupid! And, and you really say that to yourself? Embarrassment. You really uh, yeah, at times I do. Oh yeah, that's so psycho. What was I thinking about earlier? Something that was. I was really ashamed by that. There's no man. It's not going to come back. It was earlier today. I was sitting there at the movie theater. Yeah. I went to see the menu, which I really enjoyed. What is that? You just have to look it up. It's hard to explain what the menu is. Okay. Interesting. It's a little on the nose at times with its commentary of the rich and pretentious, but I really enjoyed it. It was. It was fun, and it's getting rave reviews. Okay. And the man sitting next to me, though, was a heavy breather, and he yawned a lot, <laughs> and it fucking annoyed me. There's this thing, because I went alone today, and maybe I'm making this up, but it does. I take note of it. If a couple comes in, a man and a woman, a heteronormative yes. couple comes in, and I'm sitting there and they have two seats and no one's on the other side where they're sitting. I feel like the man always sits next to me and he kind of guides the woman. He's like, you sit here. I'll sit here. And yeah, I don't that's like, that's nice of him. Yeah. I don't know that. I, make her sit next to the stranger. Yeah. I think though, there's this thing with guys like you're not going to sit next to my woman. Oh my God. I'm going to create a buffer. Maybe, but I don't know. All right. It, it would be interesting to see if, you put a woman on the other side. So so you had to sit next to a stranger no matter what. Uh-huh. I'd be interested to see. Look, I'm not, I, I think I'm thoughtful and I look out for Christina, but uh, the movie theaters aren't as bad as they used to be because they have those giant recliners. So you're not really sitting shoulder to shoulder. Right. You're not like in an airplane seat next to them. No, but I still can't stand sitting next to other people. And uh, Is the movie theater that crowded that they had to sit next to you? Yeah, this one was pretty full. People are liking this movie. I'm telling you, they're liking this movie. On the planes okay. now, uh, the, the, with all the travel that's been happening, with all the weddings that I had to go to this year, yeah, uh, I would book seats, window and aisle, and hope that nobody would sit in the middle seat. Ooh, that's kind of smart. But you know, when the planes get full, then people have to sit in the middle seats. Right. And then you're in a spot where I feel like talking to like Christina, who's the window seat and I'm in the aisle. 
<laughs> the person you give them an opening oh would you like to trade so you can sit next to each other and it's like, right, like no nope. not nah, dude this was a ploy i set it up this way on purpose yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it so nobody had to sit in the fucking middle so don't how, think how often did it work sometimes it worked uh i think for i mean if the option is there people aren't going to choose the middle seat sure but, but the planes get full enough and then at some point if you'd want to sit next to each other, then you both get aisle seats on different sides of the aisle. Oh, yeah, that's smart. And then you're close to each other, but you aren't. And shoving. then you can both get out if you need to. Yeah, I really can't stand that middle seat, and then it'll drive me crazy. So, you know, being nice, going back to the movie theater discussion, being nice, sure, but there are instances where I'm like, yeah, you know what? You sit next to the stranger. I'm not going <laughs> to do it. <laughs> but movies aren't so bad. I do think the guy, though. No, it's though, way different. And then he kept leaning over and whispering before the movie started. So it wasn't annoying, but I was like, is he talking about me? Making it about oh myself. Oh, my God. Making it about myself. You're so silly. I can't remember the embarrassing thing that happened, though. Oh, yeah. What was the embarrassing thing? I don't know. It's not going to. It's Now we're in a spot, you know, when you get to that spot where it's like the tip of your tongue. Yeah. And the more you think about it, the, the harder it is to grasp. And now it's fleeting. Oh, and man. I think I would have to really stop talking. And take some time to try to figure it out. And it had something to do with the movie theater? No, I was when I was sitting in the movie theater is when this thing popped into my head. I was like, oh, oh yeah, that it thing. freaked you out during the movie. That thing happened in my life. <laughs> oh, no, it was almost there. The, the, okay, so that thing happened in my life. The other person doesn't even remember who I am at this point. That was one of the things I thought. That's getting me closer. Right, but, but you're still thinking about it. Yeah, and maybe they still think about it, but they don't. They can't say it was me because they don't remember. Fuck. It's not going to come to mind. I hate that feeling. That is the worst. I will say the other day I, I went and bought bagels, and my change was $11. And okay. I said, hey, if it's easier for you, I'll just give you an extra dollar, and you can give me 10 back. And then I left. I mean, granted, the cashier also said, okay. And this goes to show I couldn't get the math correct on the <laughs> passage of time. No, that would have worked for $9 change. Right. So they wouldn't have to give me a bunch of ones. And I said, right. all right, here's an extra dollar. Just give me 10 back. I gave you $21 for an $11 bill. And you can give me the 10. Uh, but yeah, it was, I, I owed nine. And so I got it wrong <laughs> thinking the nine was the change. And then I just, I walked out and was like, what a fucking idiot, you fucking loser. I've done that before where I'm like, oh, I can give you, after the transaction is completed, I'm like, oh, I can give you a penny, you know, so that they can, <laughs> you know, give me, and then they look at me like, oh, and then I look at them like, oh, I, I know that this works in this situation, but I, I feel scared and can't tell you why. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I also feel like if you did what I did, you'd giggle. You're like, that's just who I am. Not good at math. He, he, he. Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Own it. No. Need to be perfect. Nah. Man, what was the thing? They don't remember who I am. So it doesn't, I don't know. It's never going oh, to well. come back to my brain. Never will. It will later tonight. Oh, and then you'll do, and then it'll happen again. I'll have to add on to the show. Oh yeah. Do that. <laughs> if it comes to my mind before I post the show. Then I'll add on to the show. Okay. <laughs> they don't remember who I am. 
but you're still thinking about it. I'm still thinking about it. What did it have to do with? Let's not think about it and then it'll come back to you. Did it tie to the movie theater? I was so close when I got that piece of information. Yeah. But now it's drifted back out to sea. So it's gone. Anyway, the the inner dialogue is there. That's the point. Right. These people who don't seemingly have that. Like shows like Dexter or where there's a, a narrative device in play where the protagonist is driving the story by explaining what's going on in their brain. Apparently some people don't relate to that. They just think it's uh, something that was invented. Ooh, like American Psycho. Yeah, they think it was invented for the movies. It's like, oh, it's just a way to drive the movie forward okay well if it's like that where it's like i only have a piece of toast because i only want one piece of toast and know that later i'm going to have you know like i don't it's more fleeting it's not so narrative like that yeah i guess so yeah sorry i wasn't really listening to what you were saying because i was trying to (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to remember (laughs) stop trying I can't. I can't stop trying. You won't remember. It's not going to happen. So people who don't have inner... So this can actually tie in. I was telling you that I got uh, a scam text the other day. Uh-huh. And I had a long discussion with the scammer. I used one of the texting apps. And at some point, I started just calling them out, saying, not like, you're an idiot. Uh, I know this is a scam. Right. Do you think right. you're... I just said... I know this is a scam. Aren't you embarrassed that it's such a bad scam? Don't you want to do more with your life? If you want to be a scammer, don't you want to be the best scammer there is? And the person just couldn't grasp that concept and kept moving forward with their story. And It is really frustrating because if you do try and talk to them, like, you know, one out of a hundred will sort of level with you and be a human. But the rest are just like, They'll give you nothing. But this, I think this is what I wanted to, to tap into with this person was somewhere during the day, they have to sit there and think about what they're doing or so I thought and maybe be a bit embarrassed. Like this is the scam we're running. This scam fucking yeah. sucks. This is a lame ass scam. So the scam was I got a text. You know, you had that $2 billion lottery winner recently and a text came that said that that person wanted to share their money. And they were randomly picking people to win $60,000 of their newfound fortune. And it said, reply with this confirmation code, <laughs> which, okay. was, which was like a, just made up. But it's like L-A-B-L-60-K. So I responded. I, I read the, what's that? 60K. That could have been yours. <laughs> yeah, the 60K could have been mine. Yeah. And, and so at first I was just playing along. I was like, this is so exciting. And they didn't respond with anything except for, in all capital letters, full name, address, gender, occupation, kindly fill the information above. And I didn't see that they responded, so I made up some excuse. I was like, oh, sorry, I was caught up with work. Then I went out with some coworkers last night. And they just wrote back, okay, kindly fill the information. And then I said, my name was Kate Ewell. Uh-oh. And I gave an address in Brooklyn close to my old apartment. Female. I know some people would have wanted to have fun with the gender. I right. just said female. And then occupation outreach specialist. Whoa. Outreach specialist. And then they awesome. said, they said, okay, I check your $60,000 winning status, but it's not activated yet. You will have to activate it. Will you be able to do that now? And I said, how do I do that? 
And I said, why is this person giving away their lotto money again? That's very kind of them, but it feels too good to be true. (laughs) Also, please don't take that as me being ungrateful. I'm not at all. I think it's amazing and it will help me tremendously. I'm close to retiring and this extra money will push me there. Anyway, I really hope my asking didn't offend you. I think because they took a while to respond. Yeah. And not, you know, I, I just wanted to push it forward. No, that's good. No, it didn't. Meaning, the, uh, uh, did it offend you? Will you be able to do that? And I said, I don't know if I can activate it. What do I do have to do to activate it? If I have to go somewhere, I, can, I can't right now. I need to be at home for the roof repairman who's coming in an hour. If I can activate it from my phone, sure. What a story you're spinning. Just make sure you get it later. Do you understand? You're close to retirement. You've got a new roof coming. (laughs) Just make sure you get it later. Do you understand? I said, not really. What do I have to do? Can you tell me that? I told you already. And I said, I don't want to do it later. I don't want to do it later because I worry the opportunity will go away. So just tell me how to activate it and I will. You did not tell me how to activate it. You said you saw I have not activated and asked me if I could activate. I asked, how do you do that? And you just said, will you be able to do that? And then they tried to call and I didn't answer. <laughs> and I think you're you're into these scammers, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I assume getting you on the phone is like the next step. Um, yeah, I think they want to get you on the phone and they want to guide you through how to get the money. Usually they'll say on a, like a federally secured card or something, which really is just a target card or an Apple card or a Google play card. Open your bank account. Well, they'll do that too. They might remotely connect to your computer. And then, um, well, that's another thing they do is like, they'll, they'll remotely connect to your computer. Um, You'll log into your bank and then they'll make the screen go blank or they'll make the screen go blank. And it will say like that your uh, your computer has to shut down because it's updating its OS or something. And while that's happening in the background, they can see it and they'll um, they'll edit the HTML of your page and we'll say, yeah that yeah whatever so i gave you too much money oh my god i'm gonna lose my job my family's gonna die oh, the please best. Oh my so god. well that's sunny that's what that's what kit boga does um where he talks to them for a long time as um uh, as a scammy right and gets to know them and they'll say things like they'll talk about their kids or you know their parents if they don't have kids you know and then when he used to reveal he would say what do you tell your parents that you do? And he's like, I tell them I'm a Microsoft specialist. He's like, but you're not. Are you embarrassed? Yeah. So I guess he's doing, uh, getting to the thing that I wanted to do. Why yeah. don't they think about it? It takes hours it? though. <laughs> so, I mean, so, that, so moving on with this, they tried to call and then I said, I didn't want to answer. I, I waited a few minutes. I said, sorry, my hands are wet. I tried to answer the phone, <laughs> but the water made the buttons impossible to press. I just got out of the shower. Let me get dressed. <laughs> and then they just responded with, go to a store, get a Steam card worth $100, scratch, <gasps> yeah, it, see? scratch it and send it to me with a receipt. Do you get it now? And, and I said, what is Steam? And how does that help me activate the money? Do you understand? I don't know what a Steam card is. You will see it when you get to the store. Will you, <laughs> will you be here for a bit? I will be back. I had to go to work. And then he says, do not tell anybody about what you want to use it for. Do not disclose anything to anybody. And then I didn't respond for a while. And they tried to call again. 
And then they wrote, hello, are you there? Then they tried to call again. Are you ignoring my messages? And then when I finally got back to it, I said, I'm not ignoring, I'm busy. The roofer had to come by. I mentioned it to him that I received a text about some lottery money, and he said, that sounds fishy. He didn't know what Steam was either. I told you not to tell anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Now go to a CVS or Walmart, get a Steam gift card. Then they tried to call again, didn't answer. They said, call me. So this scam is pretty fucking lame, right? It's like anyone... Go get a gift card, scratch it off, give me the number, then I'll send you 60. It doesn't even make sense why that would activate anything. Yeah. <clears throat> like maybe they would put the money that to give to you on the Steam card. Like they, that's why they need it so that they can put it on the Steam card and then you can have it. <laughs> yeah. I want $60,000 in Steam credits. <laughs> um, I have a couple scammers that messaged me about being a sugar baby. It says, um, will you be my... This is... Uh, they're gone now. Will you be my sugar baby and get paid every week? I'm not interested in any nude. Just chat with me and get paid. Yeah, and what, what's the I point? said, hi, I use Cash App. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, okay, nice. Are you there now? I'm here helping people. Uh, send your cash tags. And then they were. I sent something. And they're like, is that really you? I was like, yes. And they said, hold on. And it, then they sent me like a picture of it. And it says... As you can see, it's pending 89%. But once you pay the on-hold fee of that $30 right now, go and check your cash app balance immediately. It will be deposited to your cash app balance immediately. Just trust me as I trust you. Just pay the required of that $30. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. And so I said, scammer ass. I said, ha ha, scammer asshole. And he said, oh, I know you're getting scammed by another one else before, but... What I'm telling you is that I'm not type of that fake of sugar mommy scam people for no reason. Just get it together. I don't understand. They don't, don't they want to be good at this? I know they just double down. So I know you're you're I know you're trustworthy bait sugar baby and single mom and you damn. have a kid too. How can scammed you before of that 30 He figured it out. He did research on you. Babe, not Did that. Did you give Make real information? And get your money immediately. You gave real information. So they were able to no, look you at Instagram no. or something. No, I have a fake cash app. Oh. Well, I'm going to run through the rest of this so we can. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was done. I'm no, sorry. Well, I was trying to tie it into what we were talking about earlier with the inner monologue. Uh, it's just maybe self-awareness and assessing what's going on in your life. So after the steam card thing, hello, call me. I wrote back. You haven't told me why. How does that get me the money? I give you $100 in steam, whatever the hell that is. And then what do you do? How do you give me the money? Tell me or I'm not going. I need you to get it now. I don't want your money to be in delay. (laughs) And then they kept writing. Are you there? I feel like you are ignoring me. Hello. Uh, The next day, Miss Kate, are you there? Kindly reply to my text. Miss Kate, kindly (laughs) reply. And then I said, leave me alone. If you want to run a scam, you'd better up your game. And he said, I'm not a scam. And I said, having no explanation how buying you a gift card gets me money is amateur <laughs> shit. Goodbye. <laughs> and then this is when they sent a picture of cash in a box, in a cardboard box. God, that's so great. After activation, the cash, cash package will be sent to your address. address. Do you understand now? I need you to talk to me. You can call me for a better conversation. How about this? You send the cash first. Then when I get it, I'll send you five Steam cards. 
Do you understand, he says. And I said, send me $1,000 first. My bank is, and I gave a fake routing and account yeah. number. If the money shows up, I'll send you the card. And then uh, I said, can I ask you a serious question? Why are you so lazy? What do you mean about that? A Google search for box of cash brings up the same exact picture you sent me. If you want this to work, maybe you should find a picture that's not so easy to find. You know, at least go to page three or four in the results. And then I sent a screenshot of box of cash, which the very first picture was the one they really? sent me. Yes, from a New York Times. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> New York Times article, a box of cash, a secret donor and a big lift for some NYC students. <laughs> And then I said, again, this is amateur. If you ever want to know how to make it to the big time, let me know and I can help you form a better backstory, craft a better hook, Ooh. add an emotional element and create supplementary media that isn't found easily on the internet. You would be great at that. I told you that's what it looks like, not that that's your real cash package. And then I respond, uh. one, no, you didn't. And two, that's really dumb even if you did. You dudes are Bush League, a Bush League operation. My dad was a captain for the mafia in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> Again, if you want to get better, I'd be happy to help. But I doubt that will happen. Here you are still trying to push your weak story. Have some pride and admit, admit you lost this one and do some real self-reflection. Without that awareness, you're never going to get better. Oh, All you're I, just trying to help these people. Yeah, exactly. That's what, it is. That's what I'm trying to do. All I know is your cash package needs activation. I don't want to delay your package. Why are you typing this way? Seriously, man, give it up. Is this what you want to be doing with your life? Is this what you dreamed of when you were a kid? Miss Kate, are you insulting me? I mean, if you were good at it, bringing in a lot of money, I'd give you respect. I've got an ill-defined sense of right and wrong. I don't care if you want to scam people. I care that you don't have any desire to get better. Call me, please. If I call you, are we going to talk business? Or are you going to waste my time trying to push this lame scam further? I'm not a scam. Call me so I can explain things to you. I'm just disappointed in you, to be honest. You should be the one doing this. That's what they write to me. Uh-huh. I said, is that an attempt at reverse psychology? Look, I know you're afraid to admit this is a scam to me, like I'm some law enforcement or something. I'm not. I don't particularly like the police, so I'm not going to expect you to work with me or acknowledge my advice. I get it. You have to protect yourself, but I do hope you can get on board with this. Look long and hard in the mirror and ask yourself, is this what you really want to be doing? Personally, I think it's kind of pathetic working for $100 gift cards at a time using a story that has more holes in it than Swiss cheese. If that's what you want to be doing, why don't you want to be the best at it? Why are you settling for this weak play and not finding ways to up the game and increase the haul? I wish you the best. I really do. You're better than this. I hope you find a way forward so you don't waste your time on this planet wallowing in the kids' pool. Wow. <laughs> and then and the, they write back, why will I be afraid? Give my number to the police. God will see you through. There is a lot of God talk. I know. What a strange response. Yes. I've I, seen that God stuff before. We're almost done. I promise. I say, are you an idiot? I just said I wouldn't do such a thing in reference to the, telling the police about them. I have no desire to get you in trouble. And then they write, get me in trouble. So I obviously language barrier stuff too, I guess. Right. Yeah. I just want you to be better than you currently are. You're playing Candyland when you could be playing chess. And then they write back, let's just finalize this. The $60,000 is real. 
Come on, let's just finalize this transaction and get you on the road with your 60K. Let me write it so a child can understand. I do not want to get you in trouble. This is not my intent. What bothers me is you are playing a game for kids when you could be in the big time, bringing in hundreds of thousands of dollars instead of $100 gift cards. Miss Kate, let me ask you, what's the better idea to get me thousands of dollars? The $60,000 is fake. No one pushes this hard to make someone take money. If I were you and someone were giving me as much shit as I'm, I am giving you and the money were real, I'd say, you know what? Forget it. I'll give the money yeah. to someone else who wants it. I'm sure as hell, I sure as hell wouldn't be pushing the same conversation over and over. The reason I keep chatting you is because the management want you to get the money by all cost. And I said, goodbye. Please consider my advice. Don't waste your life with this baby's game. And then they wrote, bye, Miss Kate, and put a waving hand. Oh, I miss Kate. But it could, it's through, so throughout none of that, uh, for, throughout that conversation, there's not a moment where this person does think, yeah, $100 gift, Steam gift cards yeah. at a time this is a bit pathetic. Maybe I should be doing more with my life. I, maybe they, the person doesn't have the ability to do that. Or maybe it just all got lost in translation. Well, I think that people that are doing the scamming, they learn how to do it. And then maybe they're, um, they're, they're, the English that they speak is very good, but written, it's terrible. So, I mean, honestly, it's people from like Nigeria, typically, that or are doing India, the online right? scams. Well, and India. But India is more of like um, Nigerians usually have just like individual sort of scams that they're doing to make money. Whereas um, in India, it's usually like almost a it, it's a legitimate business. And then a portion of that legitimate business is used for scamming. So they really will help you like download uh, drivers for your HP printer. But then another part of it, now that they have your information, now they're going to use it to call you and tell you that like the warranty that you paid for was free for the first year. And now you have, now you're going to be charged $250. Do you, do you want to do that? And they say no. And then they, then that's how they get things rolling. So for India, it's more of like a business, whereas Nigerians are just doing it on their own. And I think a lot of the times when they contact you and they have that back and forth through messages, like those are typically Nigerians. And that's why they bring in the God stuff, because they're like super Christian a lot of times, too. Oh, yeah. Thanks to the white people going to Africa right. and forcing Christianity <laughs> on everyone. Yeah, exactly. Which I did think was weird when I was a kid, because one of my friends, his parents were Ethiopian and they had moved over uh, only a few years before he was born, I think. Very, very Christian. Still to yeah. this day, going mm -hmm. to church, uh, really pushing it hard on people. A fear of hell. And, you know, coming from Ethiopia, I don't know why I was surprised. It just when I was younger, I was making some kind of assumptions that would probably get me in trouble these days if I admitted it. Oh, you don't think people from Africa would, would be Christian? But for some reason in my mind, I didn't well, think Well, they that. wouldn't be if they weren't uh, proselytized. Yeah. How do you say that? No, exactly. You're right. It's just funny that I made that connection based on nothing other than right. a, a thought that there was a different culture and they wouldn't be religious. And me, I guess, not believing in God at a young age thinking Christianity was something that was made up anyway. It's like, why would right. they be following the same made up thing? Well, it's like, what are those circles called when they intersect at certain points? I don't know. Are you um, talking about like a well, Venn diagram? Yeah. It's like a Venn diagram. It's like what you thought was problematic. Um, but also, well, I, forget, I don't know what the other circle is, but the middle is correct. <laughs> like you were actually right. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the Christianity, the fact that it was forced on them is the actual problem. <laughs> it's right. The, it's the, not the religion itself, but the way it was done. Yeah. Well, just like I remember we were uh, on um, 90 Day Fiance, there was that guy, I guess, were they in Vietnam? Where he ended up going to his girlfriend's church and they spent like four hours there and people were freaking out and like crying and screaming. Oh, and, yeah. I, yes. Where he was he was a religious person in his own right. But then he was at this. And he was like, what the hell? Is that Philippines? And, oh, maybe it's the Philippines. You're right. But yeah, I was just thinking, damn, the fucking, you know, missionaries really scared the shit out of these people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there was violence, too. Maybe. So, another thing the other day, I got a free pie. <laughs> I went to the bakery yeah. and they were offering pies. They said, Hey, we got, you want a free blueberry or cherry pie? And I thought to myself, No, I don't like either of those. I don't want either of those. But I still couldn't bring myself to say no because the other part of my thought process was, But it's free. It's a free pie and these pies are expensive and I'm sure they're very good. So yes, right. so I brought home a blueberry pie and it hasn't had a bite taken about out of it. It's going to be thrown away. What a waste of a pie. But there was that whole thought process that happened there too. I was like, oh no, I don't want either of those. And then I found myself wanting to be picky. I was like, do you not have anything else? I know because I don't like those fruit pies either. I, Unless there's ice cream with it that can sort of mask the gloop that is those <laughs> fruit pies. So that was I'm not interested. Yeah, there was the idea that I would get ice cream, but I did get ice cream. And even then I just ended up eating it plain. I didn't want to eat it with blueberry pie. <laughs> I know. Me either. I don't like it. I don't I know. get it. But you don't want to say no. You're like, wow, thank you. Well, I think you could have said no. And they would have. That probably was a smart thing to do or give it to someone who would have eaten it. Well, could, do you know anybody that could have eaten it? Could you have given it to the family across the way? No. I was with my friend Matt too, and he got a pie and he ate the whole thing. He's like, it was delicious, mm. man. He really he ate the whole thing. I don't think he went sitting, but probably in the span of 24 hours. Wow. He ate the whole pie and he really liked it. I, I was at least aware enough to not ask for a different type of pie because that would have been really shitty. <laughs> I, I want, know. I really do. Even an apple pie, which I'm not a huge fan of apple pie. I'm just not a fan of fruit pies for the most Me part. Me either. You could always say like, oh, it kind of upsets my stomach, but I really appreciate Thank you so much. No, again, I had no problem saying no. Yeah. I, I would just, have had trouble saying no. I just wanted to take it because it was free and those pies are like $35. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, this, I is, get it. this is great. Yes. But I knew. I have. I, knew I found some. Sorry, I, go ahead. I just knew as I was saying yesterday, I was like, we're not going to eat this, but I tried to convince myself that we would. I get it. I have I have these like teensy little bottles of Tabasco that I found at work. And I was like, oh, I want these and I'll just keep them because I found them. And, <laughs> and now they're just floating around. You know what I mean? Like they're floating. They're just in a bag. Do you use I, Tabasco? No. You, I mean, you, I guess if I had the opportunity, I'd be glad I had it. But I'm, I, it, there's barely ever a time where I'm like, man, if I had a tiny bottle of Tabasco right now, I don't even carry a purse. So like, I don't, I wouldn't even have it with me, but I just have it in there. And now when I'm reaching in the bottom of this bag that I take to work with me, um, that has like my apron and, you know, pens and pencils, whatever, like 
I reach in there and I'm like, okay, there's a pencil. Okay, there's a lipstick. Oh, there's those Tabasco things. And there's my charger. But yeah, I just took them because they were small and they were, and I found them. <laughs> Acting on impulse. But did you have an idea? <laughs> no inner you, monologue. Well, maybe there was because you thought somewhere. It sounded like you tried to convince yourself that you would use them. Uh, no, I think it was the opposite. I think it was um, the lack of inner monologue. Because if I had an inner monologue, I'd be like, well, you know what? These are cute and little, but you don't really need them. You're not going to use them. Just leave them here for the person that finds them and then they'll actually use them. But instead, I was just like, little want take free. Interesting, because I do feel like mine was the opposite. There wasn't right. a monologue, but I still decided to take it, even though I was trying to convince myself I would eat it. There was a lot of back and forth. Yeah, was, you had a lot of inner monologue. It's like, I'm not going to eat this. I don't like that. But it's free and it costs a lot of money. You should take it. And the bakery is pretty good. Nah, See, I would but wanna, maybe I, they have a different I, one. I was annoyed, by the way, because the man in front of me uh, got a slice of apple pie. And she said, you know what? I'm going to give you a whole pie for the price of that one slice. <gasps> and he got the last apple pie. And again, not a huge apple pie fan, but I was more likely to eat the apple pie. Oh, yeah. I would. If I if I was going to if I had to choose between fruit pies, apple is on top. What about between cherry and blueberry? What would you Ew, neither. Just like like clots. What does it even look like inside? I didn't even cut it open. It's just it's what? a it's a it's a coolie. So it's like it's uh the berries, but it's also sugar. So some of the fruit sort of breaks down into like a syrup. So that's why I'm saying it feels like eating clots. It's gross. Yeah. Anyway, you're gonna say something. I cut you off. You probably forgot. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just like I forgot the thing. Ooh, the thing. They don't even remember. Oh, it's far away now. The thing that okay. I can't remember that was a point of shame is so far away at this point. I really need to go. I was just realizing that I came in here at like 4.30 and the kids <laughs> have been just, you know, free-balling it and it's 6 o'clock. Good. Good. Who knows what they're watching, but... I got to feed them. <laughs> no, you don't. They can feed themselves. They're old enough. They know where the food is. No, they don't. They don't you... how to... No, they would feed themselves by eating like chips and fruit snacks. Yeah. They'd live is the point. Of course they would, but I should, should, I should be their mother and feed them. How healthy. long? How long do you think they'd live if you just left them in the apartment with? Oh, how long would they live with the food that that you currently have? Oh, they would live for a long time because yeah. I have a lot of stuff they can. Exactly. So it ain't no, it ain't no big deal. But all, all right. right, what do you? What, what is your point? <laughs> everybody for listening i love you i appreciate you you're the best i love doing the show i'm so grateful that we're able to do it and i'm grateful for you the audience please support our sponsor hoffandpepper.com you can use our code one topic 15 for 15 percent off christmas is coming order your friends some awesome hot sauce that's locally made in chattanooga one topic 15 for 15 percent off okay like and subscribe rate and review okay bye What would they think of you getting little bottles of Tabasco instead of using <laughs> Hoff and Pep? They would understand because they're smooth. They'd say, oh, I understand. This is smooth.